1: Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show.
2: Oh man, Rob Black. and your money, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Trying to hit the top stories today, trying to take a look at what happened yesterday, give us some perspective on where we go forward from. You get the idea. You get the name of the game. Yesterday, the markets were all green. Two days in a row, the markets have been all green. No, yesterday, the markets were green. Three days in a row, the markets were all great. It's ultimately the way the tea leaves are shaken out. The Omicron induced lockdowns, fears continue to fade. Roku stock popped 18% after each deal with Google to keep YouTube and YouTube TV on its platform. That's a pretty big pop. There was a situation where I use YouTube TV on for my second home and for my bedrooms at my current home um one youtube tv subscription two homes five or six bedrooms not cable in each and every one of them and there was a a situation where youtube and google said we're going to pull from the platform unless you pay us what we want to be paid or we're going to give you less of a cut anytime someone signs up so they disputed and they said december 6th we're going to pull the platform YouTube TV and YouTube from all Roku users, except for the people who already have the app installed. We're going to let them keep it a little suspicious there. Oddly enough, they worked out a deal from being in radio and television for 25 years. Roughly, I can tell you that usually a deal gets done. Maybe I shouldn't count on that, but usually when you hear about a dispute, especially in television carrier fees. How many times has DirecTV lost a station or a channel set? Many, 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 many. How many times has it always come back every single time? In 2021, crypto showed up in high art circles, NBA jerseys, investment portfolios. In the nearly 13 years since Bitcoin was first introduced, cryptocurrencies have ballooned into a $2.6 trillion art class industry is governed by a patchwork of laws rather than an overarching regulatory framework. 2022 will be interesting to see where the crypto execs try to take legislation and where the lawmakers, especially the Democrats, try to control. They have a number of concerns on how the crypto industry currently operates, including the amount of energy consumed during the mining process. Stable coins are the wild, wild west component of crypto. Cryptocurrencies typically pegged to government backed securities. Stable coins have surged to become a $140 billion market, but regulators think they're not quite as stable as they claim. And we've seen some scams where stable coins come and go and people lose all their money. Uh, the one platform that I find the most interesting is Ethereum. And again, do your own homework and research because it's changing on a daily basis. I don't know if you know this, but even the rules that are written into the coins themselves get updated and changed. Um, So if you do mine Bitcoin, your mining cost stays stable with the inflation rate. So like it doesn't get out of hand. It's really fascinating how you can write code into digital Currency, I don't know. Uh, I'm tired of billionaires going to space stories, so I'm going to skip that one today. We can circle back on that if we feel there's something truly worth looking at later. Fatigue is driving the market today. Nothing really going on. The opening market was a little bit lower, but nothing really going on. Three very big up sessions yesterday was the slowest of the three. It tells you people don't want to sell. People want to buy on the dips. In three days, the NASDAQ surged 4.7%. Apple's gone from $152 a share to $175 a share. And it's the biggest company in the world getting bigger. It was up 8% over the last three sessions. So it's down a skosh today. Not really a sign of selling. Not really anything other than fatigue overextended. Initial jobless claims for the week ending December 4th dropped by forty three thousand one hundred eighty four thousand, Lowest level since September 6, 1969. Wait, wait, wait. That's 50 years. 51, 52 years, I think. Okay, so let me say that again because that's a big time stretch. Initial claims. Dropped to 184000 So the great resignation is starting to subside. We should be adding jobs pretty aggressively. So fatigue is the phrase that pays today. Relative strength in IT. I'm not seeing any dramatic, uh, China's, I'm not seeing any economic, I'm looking through the economic data right now, like New Zealand's manufacturing sales volume down 6.4%. Yeah, I can't really read those leaves, right? Hong Kong's Hang Seng index up 1.1%, India's index up three-tenths of 1%. So around the world, Australia was a little bit on the disappointing side, South Korea a little bit on the exciting side, Japan's a little bit on the disappointing side. Everything in, in Europe is weaker. So as the United States closed out a strong day yesterday, Asia was mixed, and Europe is weaker. So now it's the United States' turn to play again. Not really enough of a theme there, in my opinion. So let's go to this job openings a little bit more. 2021 will go down in history as, if we were to say there's 10 things, inflation was one of them. But the Great Resignation was a big one where people didn't want to go back to, to jobs. Um, I have a crank in my back that's just horrific right now. Um, I've been painting a room. I've been mudding a room. I've been fixing a ceiling. And uh, at 50 years old, you, it hurts. <laughs> it's not the same as when you were 25, 35, where you would do that. Then you go make love, passionate love, because you're like the man of the house. Uh, now you go take a nap with a heating pad on your back. A good example of the great resignation is try to go find a massage right now. People don't want to do it as a job, and they've pulled back pretty aggressively. Now, again, a lot of them lost their jobs, masseuses, and a lot of them just don't want to go back. So go try to find a masseuse right now, and you're going to be surprised at how difficult it is. Obviously, location, location, location will change, but it's a story of 2021, the number of people quitting. Another story of 2021 was Amazon just had a so-so kind of year. And every year, Amazon and companies like Starbucks are going to have to face increasingly calls to unionize their employees. Um, And the United States government has a labor department, right? And that labor department is allowed to say, yeah, they're allowed to get together and hold a vote to unionize or not. So Amazon regularly is going to have to go back and try to always lobby to make sure that, let's keep unions out of that business of baristas. So Amazon had a so-so kind of year. A lot of talk on, like I said, unionization. Will it make my list of top stocks for 2022? It could because of how so-so 2021 was and what a big infrastructure investment year it was for Amazon. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Need a referral to a financial planner? Find me at robblackshow.com.
1: Find us at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com.
0: Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by
2: visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. So to get you to be a millionaire is the name of the show. It's the game that we play every single day. I want to help you create wealth so that later in life you can live off your wealth. I don't want to make you a billionaire. I don't want to ruin your sense of life and purpose. I just want you to have enough so that when you decide you're done working, that you could actually stop working. For some people, that that's not even what they want. They want to keep working. <clears throat> Having kids part in life sometimes throws your work identity and your future identity out the window. And you're like, you know, I don't want to travel the world with my wife anymore. I want to watch my grandkids grow up. So we're all going to be motivated differently. And I know that. Goal is to get you a million plus dollars so you can make decisions on your own how you want to live. Whether it be traveling the world with your wife or whether it be taking your kid to London, your grandkid. Or maybe it's something different you want to do. Maybe you have a a passion project, saving the whales or something along those lines. Do whales still need saving or are they, they okay? In the world of investing, you have to earn money. You have to invest money. You have to save money. Every single year we go through this cycle of, oh, It's December. Look at the calendar. Did I do everything I could to save money appropriately this year with planning for taxes? There's a line in a tax form for reporting a state income tax refund, but most taxpayers who get refunds can simply ignore it. Even though the state sent the IRS a copy of a 1099G where you got a refund If, like most people, you claim the standard deduction on your previous federal return, the state tax refund is tax-free. Talking taxes to people doesn't work on radio. I might be able to pull off a Republican or Democrat-themed podcast called Talking Taxes. Talking taxes in Texas. It doesn't, when I start giving you specific advice on taxes, it just doesn't translate. There's no story there. Um, My whole goal of this show is to create a story for you to motivate you to retire. And taxes just doesn't work, but it's something you have to be aware of. Taxes, at the end of the year, you should look at your charitable gifting. You can write off out-of-pocket costs incurred while doing work for charity. It starts to add up. If your contribution totals more than $250, you'll need an acknowledgement from the charity documenting the support you provided. So if you donate your time, that can be a tax deduction that saves you a little bit of do-re-me. It's a little bit tougher than donating furniture or one 800 cars for kids where they give you a receipt and you can give that receipt to your tax man or your, you can sit it in the United States government and say, see, I did donate something. If you have a state that does not impose a state income tax, a state sales tax is an important thought on taxes. Should you deduct state income taxes or state and local sales taxes that you paid? You should choose whichever one saves you the most money. Gambling losses. As we've opened up the sports world to gambling, you can... Take a deduction for your losses. It's a really weird concept, is it not? You're supposed to keep your gambling receipts, i.e. your losing tickets. IRS also suggests you keep a daily diary of gambling activity. That includes the type of wagering, the name and location of the where you wagered, names of people that you gamble with, and the amount you won or lost. Doesn't that sound like a pain in the hiney? Yes, me and Arthur bet on horses in my living room from three o'clock to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday. And then you're like, Oh man, I'm a degenerate. I just documented that. I better delete that before my spouse sees that. Yeah, but you can deduct it. It's kind of surreal. Uh, The trip for Vegas, you can probably deduct the losses at the table, but you probably can't deduct the losses that you tipped, how shall we say, a person who removes their clothes for a living. So be honest with your deductions. Um, Which sounds really kind of a bizarre thing to say out loud, is it not? You can deduct jury pay. A lot of employers continue to pay employees full salary while they serve on duties, uh, jury duties. The only problem is that the IRS demands that you report those jury fees as taxable income to even things out. You get to deduct the amount you give to your employer. Like, what is going on with the tax system? I have not had to do jury duty in a while. I don't dread it. But my spouse was on a jury at one point in time. I would say 10 years ago. where a college student in Redwood City to a hotel so she could study for her exams for Stanford. And uh, one night, criminal dude climbs into her window and violently rapes her violently. And my spouse had to sit in on that jury and the guy was ultimately guilty. And he yelled at the judge. Like he, he was the worst kind of defendant in the sense that he was a problem in the courtroom. So she had to sit on that jury for two th- weeks and um, I think it's scarred her emotionally. I'm not sure our jury system could be changed, but I'm not sure we need our spouses and loved ones sitting on violent rape cases with lots of photos and blood and teeth missing and stuff like that. Um, let's just say jury duty looks a lot better on television than it does in real life. Just throwing that down for you. So there's a lot of tax scenarios that you can save money on. I can't possibly go into them all, and it, they won't possibly work for each and every one of you. Um, d- did you get a third stimulus check or not? Did you get the full amount or not? Your third stimulus check was simply an advance payment of, of the credit on a 2021 tax return. It's, it's confusing. And state by state and individual by individual, it just doesn't work terribly well you can deduct 7.65% of your pay that's siphoned off for social security and Medicare. But if you're self-employed or have to pay the full 15.3%, you do get a write-off half of what you pay, but not the whole thing. Again, very confusing and difficult to talk about on, on radio and podcasts. 30 seconds. Your refinancing points, deductible mortgage insurance premiums, deductible private school tuition, uh, mostly deductible 529 savings plans for up to 10,000 per student per year to pay for tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade at religious and private schools as well now you can see why i don't talk taxes on radio i'm rob black find me online at robblackshow.com that's robblackshow.com
1: a straightforward approach to managing your money the rob black show
2: yesterday i made reference to charging stocks and lithium Mines, you could invest in companies that own mines. How much gold is in the mine? I'll never know. How much lithium is in a mine? I'll never know. It's very difficult for me to analyze mining stocks. I'm just being honest. But yesterday I talked about two charging companies who should benefit from Biden wanting to spend billions on electric vehicles. When I'm saying spending, he's going to be putting our tax money into building charging stations around the country so that the industry has kind of an infrastructure put in place. Elon Musk has famously said, why are you doing that? I didn't do that. I built my own. So there's two companies that are publicly traded. One's called ChargePoint. One's called EVGO. Yesterday I talked a little bit about I don't really get EV go because the charging stations that I've been to are incredibly slow. Now there's one at the College of Marin where I I I think it makes sense to charge incredibly slow. I think the slower you charge your battery, the healthier it is for the life of the battery. That's why they say don't charge your phone overnight because it. Just you don't need it at 100%. You want it ideally like at 80%, is the idea. <clears throat> down to 20, back up to 80, down to 20, up, back up to 80. You don't really want it to go to zero and you don't really want it to go to 100. So, evgo Go seems to be at a college the right idea. You drive to college, you plug in your vehicle, you go to six hours of classes, it charges 15 miles an hour. Four hours, you can get the idea that you just got 60 miles. It's probably going to cover your distance back and forth for the week easily, right? But if you're trying to go cross-country or on long trips, or you tend to like to to speed while you're using your electric vehicle, slow charging drives you a little insane. But EV Go was initiated by J.P. Morgan at overweight with a $20 price target. I can definitely see it getting there because it's the right idea in the next 10 years. Am I proud of their product? Not really. They've got an app that you can put on your phone that I have. And like I said, I don't really use because it just charges too slow. If I take my kid to a soccer practice and it's a 30-mile-round trip or 20-mile-round trip and it charges 15 miles during that hour of it's like uh not productive. So I think that's a competitive advantage Tesla has with superchargers. Superchargers charge at 150, 200 miles per hour. Um I have to imagine the city permitting p- permits process must look hysterical on getting that kind of electricity to one spot. So EVgo, ChargePoint, and there's one other called Blink Charging, which I've never run into yet. Um, but to me, speed is a, a differentiator. JP Morgan used the case for fast charging as compelling, especially in the retail and fleet segments, in which EVgo has strong and growing partnerships. The company is enabling depot-based charging for commercial vehicles and trucks fleet operators such as Lyft, Budget, Avis, and others. EVgo is poised to grow from a rapid expansion of the overall EV market, which could be further accelerated by the Build Back Better plan by Joe Biden. So even if they don't have the best product, they're in the best, not the best sector. I want to be very cautious on how I lure you into media by over-sensationalizing. I don't want to over-sensationalize investment thoughts or ideas. But they're in the right sector. Um, I just got solar and the guy goes, what sort of charger do you want? I'm like, what sort of charger options are there? Um, so there's a little bit of that going on, right? But as I was driving yesterday, I was thinking, I wonder if I'll ever buy a gas powered vehicle ever again. If I, if I do buy another gas powered vehicle, definitely a hybrid, right? But then again, I'm like, I wonder if I'm a Tesla customer for life at this point in time i wonder like you start thinking about this kind of stuff you know one of the best parts about a tesla is you don't have to do oil changes that's pretty sweet you don't have the components that fail like starters maybe you do i don't know I, i've never heard anyone complain about that there's just a lot less moving parts in a uh, electric vehicle than in a old-fashioned vehicle. And, You don't realize it till like you drive by an oil station. You're like, yeah, I remember doing that. That sucked. You always wondered how talented the people were. You've always wondered, did they tighten everything up correctly? So do I think EVgo is the greatest company ever? Nope. Do I think they're in the right space? Yeah, I do. Chargepoint, CHPT, EVgo, ticker symbol EVGO. Blink Charging, ticker symbol BLNK. These are small companies that I would imagine will be acquired. But they're the gas stations of the future. Um, It'll be interesting to see if someone could come up with a gas station in the future that while you're charging for an hour, you can go in and buy some candy. Gas stations at a charging lane probably not because they don't have the infrastructure for entertainment for an hour a lot going on there right and do I think cars uh, gasoline powered cars good the way that bird? I don't um, but I do think the percentage of charging stations versus gas stations if I were to bet on one or the other in the future I'd say charging stations <clears throat> and again to the point of like there's a mall that I sometimes have to go to for various reasons. Um, there's one that has a Tesla supercharger and there's one that has an EVgo, go and the EV go charges so slow. I don't go to that mall. It's kind of cool. There's, there's one mall that I know of that offers free charging, but it's offering charging at five miles an hour. Yeah, not worth my time. You better have a good store in there. Cause that's not, enough juice to excite me so to speak but you can see how malls now can lure younger people with charging stations interesting i think malls are super important to companies like um, starbucks who didn't have the greatest year in 2021 mall traffic down huge in 2020 will mall traffic come back can help a Starbucks in 2022. Analysts tried to factor that into their analysis. In the end, I'll go to the mall if it's got good charging, not necessarily for a Starbucks, but I guess if I have to go into Banana Republic and watch my spouse try on clothes, then I'll get a coffee while I'm there kind of idea, right? You see how malls lure you in with coffee and with restaurants and with charging stations now. So I do think EVGo is the right idea. I don't think it's a great company. I have a friend who likes to overinvest, I don't. Um, I don't take big bets. So like if I say my betting strategy in life, I like moderation moderation. If I go to a Kentucky Derby party and I'm not throwing down a100 dollars on a horse, I'll throw down a dollar on a horse. Because then I look at that as entertainment for an hour that I just paid a dollar for. Oh, I wonder if I'm going to win. I wonder if I'm going to lose. Why did you pick a black horse instead of a gray horse? Why did you pick a gray horse instead of a white horse? Why did you like the name? Like, that's a dollar I could use as entertainment. Which is another thought. Me and my spouse got into a bit of a squibble yesterday. We're trying to round out Christmas gifts. And she goes, let's just get some scratchers. I'm like, are you? Do you listen to my show? Like, do you know what I do for a living? I refer to people who buy lottery tickets as paying an idiot tax. We're taxed on a lot of things in America. There's soda tax, which I would call a fat kids' tax. Let's stop consuming soda at 250 calories per cup. <clears throat> Maybe we'll cut down on childhood diabetes and Ooppa There's taxes on cigarettes. There's taxes on guns. There's taxes, taxes, taxes. All my exes live in Texas. There's taxes everywhere, right? So she says, Let's get some scratchers. I'm like, You want to pay the idiot tax? And she's like, You call me an idiot? I'm like, Yes. And that didn't go over so well. So, gentlemen, I've learned you're allowed to think it, you're not allowed to say it. If you say it, you're probably going to get in line for divorce at some point in time. And you're going to find that divorce is very expensive. So don't pay the stupid husband tax of divorce. Play along, be nice. Don't call her stupid. Don't refer to her as paying the idiot tax, but you can think it. So I don't know if I bought myself enough time so that she doesn't go out and buy a hundred dollars of scratchers and waste time and money, but maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Um, One quick thing that I want to throw out there is Oracle, Oracle's a tech company from the 1990s that was all that in a bucket of chicken. They were all that in a bucket of chicken in the 1990s as, as computers made their way into office spaces around the world. We saw that there was a lot of data and we saw that we could analyze that data, but we have to put that data in a database and Oracle was a database player. And once you got installed in a company with your database, it was tough to get you out because physically, you're in, that company's now relying on you. So Oracle never really got the switch to cloud. They tried, they tried, they tried. They continue to invest massively in the cloud because companies now say, you know, I don't need, I do need your database, but I need it in the cloud. And Salesforce does that. So Oracle continues to pour money into the cloud, trying to figure it out and tinker with it. Is it the same company it was in the nineties? Nope. I'm Rob Black. Find me at robblackshow.com.
1: Have a question? Reach out at robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. My
2: job hopped in my teenager years. I shocked my spouse when I started writing down the number of restaurants that I waited tables at. Or that I worked at. When I was... 14, 15 years old, I got my first paying job scooping ice cream and then washing dishes of ice cream at a ice cream restaurant called Friendly's. It was horrific. <laughs> Taking trash out at two in the morning when all your friends had come in and got at sure highs and dealing with dumpsters that had rats abounding in them. It was like, whoa, this is not what I want to do for a living. So that really motivated me to go to college because I didn't want to work in a restaurant. But during one summer, I worked in a movie theater. During another summer, I built computers, Apple computers. And I kind of job hopped my way into college and through college, I I probably worked at 20 to 40 restaurants in that kind of, some of them I'd worked for like two weeks and quit and this isn't for me. Don't like the clientele or don't like the tips, or I'm just doing this to make money for Christmas. So I was kind of a, a job hopper, okay? I think job hopping in your 20s is is great and makes a lot of sense. I think settling down in your 20s doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I think having a couple girlfriends to figure out what you're compatible with and what you're not is more than adequate and fine. When I look back at the first girlfriend I ever asked out. Um glad I didn't marry her at the time. I thought I was gonna marry her, but glad I didn't, because I kind of got to see what I was looking for in life as a partner. What I had to give and didn't have to give. Um it weighed on me heavily that that's the right that was right for me. Young people are always told to avoid job hopping or to avoid changing positions too often. In large part, it looks bad on your resume. But I find job hopping to be very helpful in your 20s and your teenage years. In your 30s, it starts showing a problem. But I do kind of want you to have that career lattice or lattice, if you will, where you can find a position that will increase your income that you're happy doing. I fell into radio and television by accident. And I love it. it. It's very cathartic for me. Now, job hopping also implies that you have some mobility, that you're able to move around. The story of mass migration in the United States is huge. Go west, young man. When there's a dust bowl in Kansas and you can't grow crops, you go west and, and grow grapes. The grapes of wrath. Migration, migration rates hit a record low during the, during the pandemic. Eight point four percent of Americans move—that smallest share since 1947. Let's stop and think about that for just a second. One of the things I'm saying is you should, in your younger years, switch jobs so you can find the right one that makes you happy and that pays you well. But the millennials—they've hit, been hit hard by two recessions in their lifetime before the age of 40 all while dealing with soaring student loan debt. I probably wouldn't be in California right now if I had to focus on debt that was four times higher today than it was back then. My student loan debt was nothing but a thing. I paid it off into my early 30s. I never took on too much. And I was always kind of wise about it. The Great Recession was created a broken job market. I know people are staying in industries because they're stuck in place. That's not a good thing to be. It's not a good life milestone. I do want my kids to live on the East Coast. One of the greatest thrills of my life was living in Washington, D.C. and living in New York City. I don't miss them. But it was a great thrill to go through. And again, to learn how to date in a one-bedroom apartment um, where <laughs> if you brought someone over to watch a movie and you're like, uh-oh, buttery popcorn went straight through my, my bowels. I got to go use the restroom. And you're like, um, I need to turn on the fan and I need some potpourri, potpourri, <clears throat> poopery, whatever you want to call it. You kind of learn how to be a gentleman and you kind of learn how to... <clears throat> Dayton-type places. And again, that's just kind of a dumb thing to say, but it's it's part of a a life transition, and I think it's important. Local migration for 25 to 34-year-olds fell to 10% from its pre-2010 rate of 14%. That's a big number. Distance migration from moving out of the home to moving into the same city that your parents live in, that's local migration. Distance migration you're going into another state usually. And that dropped even further. So it makes sense considering how unaffordable housing has become. You don't just get up and move to a new city to find a new career, new new spouse, new anything anymore. It's too expensive. And you're fearful of, what if I don't get a job fast enough? And then I'm living in a hotel or I'm living in a car. What's What's going to go on there? First-time home buyers are paying 39% more than first-time buyers did 40 years ago, One minute. I stop and think about the first home that I bought was in my 20s. I'm in my 50s. And I was, I, I, it's ridiculous to say my mortgage payment was like $600. Now it's $6,000. <clears> Would I be able to do that today? Nope. I'm in a much nicer home in a much nicer zip code. But you get the idea that everything's a little bit more expensive. And I think it's hurting our society when we don't have our younger people, the, the millennials in their 20s, hopping from industry to industry, um, lover to lover, maybe. We're not getting enough exposure to the, the real world and what we want to do that makes us happy. I don't know. Am I telling you to kick the kids out of your house? I'm not. You figure that out. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. <laughs>